This is an energy sport podcast. Insightful, in-depth and entertaining sports content from Napier to you. Hello and welcome to Energy Extra Time for your weekly dose of engaged, unfiltered and analytical football debate from Scotland and the wider world of the beautiful game. I'm Cameron Monstall and yes, this is me actually pulling my weight and hosting the show for once. Regular listeners, there's no need to worry, I am still joined by my wonderful co-host Sean McGill, who yesterday enjoyed his 21st birthday and he is paying for it today. How are you feeling? Never better, my friend. Well, that is a complete lie. Tell by my voice that that's not true. You're actually <laughs> trying as well. Your voice is worse than that coming on before. What recording. do you mean? What are you, you talking about? You sounded I've been like, like this. I've been chipper. I've been happy. Um, my voice has been perfectly fine. Don't know what you're talking about. You came on and just made like incomprehensible noises. You didn't even speak. You just started like gurgling and burping and shit. Like you're not okay, Sean. Thanks for exposing me. That's <laughs> my job. You want me to gurgle again? No, 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 no. I told you not to. Okay. <laughs> but did you have a good night? That's what matters. I did. I had a really good day. Yeah, Thank great. you very much. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. Um, we should say that you're hosting because I can't be bothered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's I not just because I took initiative and went, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll host this. It's fantastic. This is no. a great opportunity. I basically shot him really, really couldn't be bored prepping on his birthday. And um, yeah. no one in the world blames him. Um, and to be honest, if it wasn't for the other two men joining us today, the show might not have happened, but they were so eager to get on because of a certain squad announcement that we went, okay, we have to do it, even if Sean's over, and I'm as lazy as I usually am. Uh, we'll meet those two people, I suppose. Jack Donnelly, how are you doing today? Better than Sean. Better than uh, Sean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To be fair, no, I'm all right, to be fair. I had, I had a good night last night away, away at Pennycook, watch, watching the, mm-hmm. the mighty Hibernian women lose to Rangers. That was... Have you got any anecdotes for us of what happened at that game? Uh, there was a flare, a green flare mm. chucked into the Rangers dugout and our videographer got threatened to be stabbed. So oh, Excellent. Just excellent a great stuff. time all yeah, in all. Yeah, well, at least it wasn't you. And I, Exactly, it wasn't me, although I, well, I was fearing for my life because my <laughs> car was parked over in that direction. Oh, no. I just thought, are my tyres going to be there by the time I get there? And they were. Credit to credit to the people of Pennycook, my tires were left. Mm. I know that's fully intact. That's not Rangers fans, that's just Pennycook, isn't it? That's basically I'll I'll let you say that and I'm not gonna <laughs> I'll, I'm not I'll gonna target a specific area. I live close enough to Pennycook that I can make that joke. Um we were we in the I, same consular yesterday, Jack, and you didn't we swing by. Well, I didn't want to cramp it. your style because I didn't want to be like your your uni mate that just rocked up among amongst your home pals, you know what I mean? Like that yeah, would've I been... would have called you that as well. Uh, like completely unannounced as well yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to cramp your style and I'm sure sure we'll sort something for us lot to celebrate your birthday at some point soon this is dragging out but I love it to be honest so (laughs) (laughs) you're just one of those people that loves your birthday for that reason aren't you yeah the attention's fantastic it's all over it's a birthday month isn't it yeah that's That's how it works um, someone that should also get an invite to because he is the greatest man I've ever met. To be honest, Taylor, I didn't write an introduction for you because I couldn't be bothered, but do you want to introduce yourself? You're quite good at that. Oh, God. I, I, I don't want to take that as a compliment or... Um, <laughs> I couldn't or think of one for you because you're that brilliant. Um, the only antidote I've got is um, my legs are in absolute 
tatters because I was at training again yesterday. Oh. And um, <laughs> I'm not kidding. When I stand up, I literally do need a keel over. So I'm having to wheel about a chair all day right now. Right before I start a six-hour shift. Oh. So, yes. That is a sore one. That is a sore one. When do you start playing again? Um, I've actually got my first game Saturday. That is very exciting. Yeah. So, I've got, you know, one training session in me, and I'm going to have potentially... You know, okay, I won't be big-headed. I'm going to say 90 minutes, but I've got a good 70 minutes ahead of me. That's good. Yeah. If it makes you feel any better, I was telling Jap where everyone joined the call that I've got five aside starting up again tonight, and I am just so overweight, and... So asthmatic, I am definitely going in goals after five minutes. So, Taylor, you'll do better than me, mate. You'll do better than me. That's, that's like yesterday. That's yeah. Not, I, I, I was literally running about, and then uh, usually we were doing this in the sides where you've got to the tape positions. As soon as I got to the midfield, I was like, put me in goals, right? No, please. I need to go back to goals. I need to Oh, I love it. Well, I hope all of us seem, well, Jack doesn't, but the rest of us seem quite down today. But um, we'll get in the big shouts. I'm sure that'll lighten our moods. So, um, Hopefully, all of us have good big shouts. That's this is the section we try not to get ridiculed for them. Anyone want to go first? Jack, would you like to go first? Yeah, I'll offer mine up first. More go. to give Sean some thinking time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, it's going to be a bit of an, an interesting one for me, especially. Uh, I'm going to be talking about Crystal Palace in my big shout. I can see them getting relegated next season, Ooh. quite quite comfortably as well. And I say this for a couple of reasons. One, Roy Hodgson's away. And he's stepping down at the end of the season. And no one's going to be happy to see Roy Hodgson go, despite the jokes people might have had about him for his time at Liverpool, for his time with England. He's done a very good job with Crystal Palace. I think it's very fair to say that. He's kept them as a as an existing Premier League side for the last four years. Yep. And I think they, they have kind of evolved to that point where it's just, oh yeah, Palace are in the league. Like, you just accept the fact that Palace are a Premier League side. But he's away. And more crucially they've lost one of the most exciting young players and one of the most influential attacking players to a long-term injury, and that's Eberechi Eze. He's now going to be out until at least 2022. Now, to me, that is just a massive red flag in their season next year because it's pretty well known that Pals don't have the best transfer strategy. A lot of their transfers just don't really seem to hit the headlight, the headlines whatsoever. It's an ageing team, like there's very little youth presence, Eze was that youth presence in that team, and I suppose Tyreek Mitchell, he started mm-hmm. playing a bit more again. And I don't really know who's going to come into the place. Um, mm-hmm. Hodgson, I know there's been a lot of talk of Frank Lampard getting the job, but I just think whoever does come in is going to have a monumental task on their hands, and based on a lot of their players' form, I mean, Benteke scored a couple of goals in the last couple of weeks, but we know how inconsistent he is. Zaha has hot and cold flashes all the way throughout the season. He's never been able to keep it on for a whole campaign. I just think Palace are going to have a lot of struggles next season, especially considering how hungry the teams coming up are going to be. I know Norwich and Watford are coming back up and they're going to want to remain in the division. I know the likes of Newcastle and Brighton and the like are going to be out of that conversation down the bottom of the league, Southampton especially. So I just think Palace are going to have a really, really tough task of staying in this division next season. Yeah, you know what? I I think I'm pulling towards you here. I, I never noticed how old their squad is. That is a really mm. good shout. Like, I know they have Patrick Veranho. I don't know how old he is. He's a good player. But, he's um, 28, 28, 28 so he's not even 30. Yeah. But I, wow, the rest of their team really is like the wrong side of 30. Zaha's 28. Like, even their, their best player's in its prime, but... 
he's edging towards the kind of twilight, yeah. I suppose. They've got McCarthy for McCarthy. They've got I think Andrew Townsend's maybe past mm-hmm. thirty now. They've oh, got easily. Nathaniel yeah. Klein. I think Ride. Of, uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Sorry, Jairo. Riedewald. Riedewald. Yeah. Thank you very much for saving me from butchering that because that's not how I was pronouncing <laughs> it. Um, he's young, but I don't know if he's he's not really hit the heights. So, yeah, that's a really good strategy. I wasn't thinking that, but definitely with Hodgson going. Um, who do you think will come in actually, Jack? Who do you think the manager will come in that won't be able to save their season next year? <sighs> I, I don't know genuinely the only name that I can kind of I've seen linked with the job that I've recognised was Lampard yeah and I think it would make sense for him to take that job I mean it's keeping him in London it's I mean it's a fairly inoffensive club to those who would kind of remember him best for his Chelsea days um, but it's it just doesn't seem like an appealing job to me yeah. considering what, what I've kind of outlined already so I'm other, just not sure whether it'd be other than it being a Premier League job it really isn't a yeah. appealing job whatsoever. Taylor, Sean, have you had any thoughts on this? No, uh, not really. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, Sean doesn't care, right? Taylor, Taylor, look at you. <laughs> not because of, just because it's Crystal Palace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm the same as Jack. It's now very unappealing. Now, and like, Lampard was tipped to take it, and would that be, you know, the turning point where Lampard's like, yeah, this isn't for me. Yeah. Unless that he's been promised mm. a a bunch of cash to spend in the summer, yeah. which is always a gamble because we've seen what he done with the last amount of cash that he was. Given. But even still, do Palace have that budget? Yeah, they, not. they do not have a Chelsea Chelsea FC no. budget. I've just I've just gone through the defence of Palace. I've got I've got them up here. There are two players that are not thirty. At least like. It's Ferguson it's Nathan Ferguson Mitchell. and Mitchell. Yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah it's literally, Mitchells. and the rest of them are thirty minimum. Yeah, it's not looking good, is it? Because I doubt they even have enough money to buy. Riedewald's twenty-four, Eze's uh, twenty-two, MacArthur thirty-three, McCarthy's thirty. So again, that's just about everyone in midfield. Jeffrey Schlott's twenty. I mean, it's twenty twenty-one, and they have Martin Kelly as a defender in the Premier League. Yeah. Like Joe Ward, maybe isn't so bad, but yeah, it's 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 not looking good. Um, I think. All of us, uh, we'll just say Sean agrees to. Um, all of us agree <laughs> that uh, Palace definitely like a, a real contender for finishing bottom of the league next season. So watch them finish eight. Um, that'd just be so typical. Um, Taylor, we'll come to you next. What's your big shout? Uh, so my big shout is how uh, I actually texted this and I've completely forgot what I said, but it's something to do with. Oh yeah, that's it. That's it. No, I remembered. I remembered. My mind was somewhere else. Um, how the playoffs are better than a relegation and title fight and how they are just so exciting and that is generally one of the things I look forward to in the season, you know, because everything's so you, on the line. you're waiting for the playoffs rather than a title or relegation fight? No, no, I'm not saying I, I'm not, I'm waiting for it, but I say it's, unless the title fight's like really close, like we're talking about, um, we've had like one or two games like last you know, last game of the season, kind of, you know, see mm-hmm. title or relegation battles. Yeah. But the playoffs are just so exciting, you know. You see the passion, you see. This is the games where, you know, you can't really rest players for it because it's, it's all or nothing. So it's probably one of the few things, you know, within, you know, let's just say English football, because I'll use mm-hmm. that as an example. One of the only, you know, knockout uh, competitions where teams can't rest their players yeah, <laughs> for yeah, it because, true. you know, they're focusing on the league. So I think it's exciting, but in terms of Scotland, um, I think it's just phenomenal. You know, you get some great stories, and uh, I'm really looking forward to you know coming out of Dundee and uh, 
even you know Edinburgh City Montrose, you know, I don't think that's entirely impossible for Edinburgh to pull up Edinburgh City to pull it back because it's Scotland, you know, it's anything can happen. You do sorry, do you mean Dumbarton? Dumbarton, so yeah, yeah, so, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I no, I, I kind of get that. I maybe agree, Sean. You've got a playoff going right now. What's your thoughts on this? I hate playoffs. I think we should get rid of them all. I <laughs> think they serve anyone. Is that without your Kelly allegiances in, intact? Is that just your, your neutral opinion, you would say? Absolutely not, Jack. I'm a complete hypocrite. Um, <laughs> no, the playoffs are, de- are definitely one of the best things that have been introduced to Scottish football in the last 10 years. Uh, they just make, there's so much more to fight for for the end of the season. So much more. I mean, it, uh, the lower leagues used to just be the top team got relegated to the bottom. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry. Bottom team got relegated, top team got promoted. That was <laughs> it. Like, that big, if somebody runs away the league, then the season's just done. But now you have yeah. the fight for the top four uh, spots. It makes such a big difference. So uh, playoffs are great, just not when you're in them. Yeah, that's true. From a relegation point of view, Again, can't comment. Promotion ones, you're fine. So what's going to be worse for you, Sean? When Dundee beat you this year, or when Air United pip you in a title race next year? What's better? <laughs> what's better or worse? Oh, never. Where's your strategic partnership? <laughs> Where's your strategic partnership, Sean? <laughs> I know. Oh, imagine Aaron Burnley. Chris Wood, last minute winner for Air United next season. Chris Wood rocks up at Somerset Park. <laughs> Goodness me. Oh, you'd never ever Stranger know. things have happened. He is about their youngest player, so as far as strategic loans <laughs> go, uh, that's about as good as you're getting. I know, have to, uh, Dwight McNeil's there. Yeah, Dwight McNeil and um, moving on. Um, <laughs> good, <laughs> good idea. Sean, have you got a big shout? Kind of. Um, but it's not very controversial or anything like that. It's just okay. kind of a, a, a point I want to get out there. Mm-hmm. I've just catching up with the news that Lewis Ferguson has put in a transfer request uh, from mm-hmm. Aberdeen and they've received a Premier League offer. And I just think that for Lewis Ferguson as a player, he needs to be really, really careful about his next move and who he's going to be working with. Because despite, we all know Lewis Ferguson's a very talented player, but we don't know what type of midfielder he is. I mean, I've seen him play as a number 10 for Aberdeen which hasn't worked and he's also played for number 6 for Aberdeen and that hasn't worked, he can be versatile and that's an attribute obviously but I just think that if, I mean he's there's talk of Premier League clubs having made offers for him and I just feel like he'd get lost in that sort of shuffle, he needs to be in a team where the manager knows how best to use him and uses him frequently, I think him sitting on the bench for a Premier League because I don't think he starts in many Premier League teams I think he could in the future but I don't think he does yet um, and if he doesn't have a coach who can shape him and realise what his be- his best sort of play style is, then I feel like it could be another Scottish player who could just sort of get lost in the shuffle, as, as I was saying, and um, not sort of realise his true potential, because we all know there's lots of it there, we've known that for a long time. Yeah, I, I totally get your point as well about him going sitting on the bench. I could see him going to like a, a Watford, who I think are the rumored team that put a bid in for him, sitting yeah, on the bench, getting relegated, and then going out on loan to like a League One, I don't know, a Burton, a Barnsley, something like that, and then we just never really hear of him again. I think that mm-hmm. is that's a really good point. Sure. I think if he doesn't play games, even if it's not in the Premier League, wherever he goes next, he definitely needs to play games, find his feet, and um, and break in and hold his spot in the team. Basically, Jack Taylor, do you guys agree with that? Yeah, no, I'm I'm in complete agreement. I'm like Sean, like I've seen him a couple of times and I still don't know where I would play him. Like I yeah. don't know where I would start him, so I think it is gonna be 
very important to have the right kind of man management, whatever he does go next, because it is fairly obvious that he's moving on. I mean, yeah. after that transfer, I know they said they rejected it, but yeah, it seems like a lost cause. They're going to kind of be forced into it, I reckon, because mm. I can't imagine Fit, uh, Lewis Ferguson is going to be too happy to just kind of sit and accept the fact that he's an Aberdeen player at this point. Yeah. Well, so, tell you what, yeah. Taylor, talk to the man management, Stephen Gerrard, do you think he'll fit in at Rangers? Do you think they could get him? I do believe the fact that if he went to Rangers, he would improve. Um, the only example I could I have the right to point to is because I feel like his best is Glenn Kamara. When mm-hmm. he was first touted, I generally was like, nah, this is like the wrong sign. Why are we signing folk for Dundee? Like, I just, it's not the fact that it was for Dundee. It's the fact that it was a Dundee team that I didn't have anything about them. Yeah. It, didn't, inspi- it yeah. didn't even inspire me. It didn't make me take notice. But then we soon get Glenn Kamara. It's like, right, okay, I'll, I'll trust it. And then, well, look, we've turned, you know, 50 grand into it. Possibly maybe a 12, 50 million pound player. I know that's obviously probably way off, but, you know, it's... Uh, turned into a great player and I generally do believe if Lewis Ferguson for the right money and I have to stress for the right money if he went to Rangers that management could improve him and uh, he could become a better player than what he is at Aberdeen just look at you know Ryan Jack who's moved on I feel like he's been a sensational player for Rangers at Aberdeen Scott Wright he excites you know the Rangers fans he excites me he looks like a great player hopefully Lewis Ferguson is the next addition to that I don't want to pay ridiculous money for him like but if the money is right, say maybe two and a half, three million round about that, I would say that's probably good enough to, you know, lure him in. He could be a great player. Yeah, I think I think the rumoured was two million, so I could see anything up to five, maybe. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, I saw a lot of Celtic fans as well, so we'll just see what happens uh, with Lewis Ferguson. Um, I'll quickly give my big shout. It's nothing too controversial. It's just about the Tottenham manager. I've seen a lot of names put into this. I've seen... Antonio Conte, which isn't realistic. Brendan Rodgers, stupid to go. Graham Potter, not ready. Simon Zaghi doesn't fit the system. So I think Tottenham's next manager should be Lucien Favre, formerly of Dortmund, um, currently unemployed. Um, I think he was outstanding at Nice. I think he's the sort of he's the manager that took them to where they are now, sort of competing for Champions League. I think he got them third place, maybe their highest ever finish. Could be wrong. And then when he went to Dortmund, I think it. A lot of people remember the end of his tenure there, the 5-1 fraction of Frankfurt, I think it was, in his sacking. But when he first went to Dortmund, they'd done really well. They did challenge for the title before falling away. And I think Tottenham need to be realistic and realise they are not fighting for a title, especially if it was Harry Kane, possibly even more, um, if he was to go. And uh, I think Lucien Favre would at least bring, if nothing else, exciting football back to Tottenham. And um, yeah, that's my that's my big shout. Lucien Favre to Tottenham is the next move for them. Any objections? I'll jump in mm-hmm. and just say I'm not. I'm not really going to object to it, but it's again. I don't see Tottenham as an appealing job to anyone right now. That's true, mm-hmm. because they're not going to have Champions League football. They're going to be losing their star striker. Again, their squad is average for Tottenham teams that we've seen. I mean, there's talent in there, obviously. I mean, Ndombele's a brilliant player when he's fit. Hoybier has done well this year. Uh, Son speaks for himself, but. I just don't see like why someone would want because they're trans again, it's down to kind of transfer strategy, they don't really tend to spend well. I mean mm-hmm. if yes, you're kinda of earmarking the fact that they're gonna have another bail summer, you would want to quote. Mm-hmm. Look how well they spent that money. One exactly. player out of the lot is still there and that's Eric Lamella. He's awful. Yeah. You had the like uh, had the lights coming in of Vlad Chiriches. You had uh, Roberto Soldado <laughs> coming in with that money. Like yeah. they don't really know how to spend money on players. Well obviously they've had their hits, they've had Son, obviously, I mean, and Bale coming from Southampton in the first place was excellent for them, but 
I don't know. I just, I, I would much rather kind of see Leicester as a better club than Tottenham at mm. the moment, just based on based on kind of things. And well, I tell you, I would almost go so far as to say that big six that folk talk about, other than monetary terms, is done. And I, I don't see there being any need for a Premier League big six anymore because you've seen Leicester break it up, West Ham break it up this season. So I, I think Tottenham if they want to call themselves a part of a big six, they really need to improve this summer. Chris, that's a big show in itself. Um, well, my thinking was that Favre would at least want a Premier League job, but would you think maybe it's time to, maybe an option if it's not such an appealing job, do you think they maybe try to get like a young, hot prospect manager, I don't know, a Graham Potter, a Scott Parker, maybe not ready yet, but it, maybe they don't mind it because they know that they're not going to do anything, so why get a big money manager in a game like Mourinho? When you're not going to win anything, maybe give it to a young manager that can build something. No, I, th- yeah. I think that might be. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Taylor, you go. Oh, that's sorry, I didn't mean. As um, Scott Parker, you mentioned him. I think he'd be a good fit for that. You, you know, think? young manager. Um, yeah. you know, he done arguably, probably the best he could do with film. You know, probably. I know you're saying that as he gets relegated, but at least he'd no, have no, a he better did. fight. He, did, yeah. he got some good results in that. In that, yeah. Like, I think he's still a bit unfortunate. He played some decent football and, you know, you can just see the passion he has for management and I know that doesn't go a long way, but having a manager that's passionate about what they're doing, you know, and explains, like, at least tells their fans what their thing is behind it, that is someone, you know, I think sports needs, somebody that's passionate about their job, someone, you know, isn't afraid to do things a different way, but also knows the importance of how good results, and I feel like Scott mm-hmm. Parker is good for that, for the Spurs job, so... I, I do believe that he would be a good fit for him, but, you know, Spurs being Spurs, they probably Spurs that up. <laughs> well, there, there we go, they'll probably Spurs it up. Um, right, I suppose now that's big shouts done, guys. We'll move on to second ball, and, well, it's what we actually want to talk about. It's what we've been waiting months for, the Scotland squad announcement for the Euros. There were plenty of surprises from Steve Clark and his squad, and we are going to run through them now. I've actually not spoken to you guys about this, but we just go through it on a position-by-position basis. Is that a good idea? Do we like that plan? That sounds good to me. It's probably will be structured plan. a lot better than it was on Monday. <laughs> yeah, not just pure chaos. Right, okay. Um, so, goalkeepers, right? Goalkeepers, we've got David Marshall, Craig Gordon, John McLaughlin. Not many complaints about this. Now, I'll come to Sean. Sean, you've been a firm believer in bringing in Liam Kelly, who's been at Motherwell and Lone, obviously, over John McLaughlin, who's been a, a great deputy for Al McGregor, but he's been just that. He's been a deputy. So, do you really care about this? Is McLaughlin still uh, an okay pick? It doesn't rustle any feathers or anything yeah I'm not too fussed really mm. because um, chance, I think either of those two would be third choice I think yeah. if something does happen to David Marshall that Craig Gordon would be the next option so it shouldn't matter too much but I just thought that uh, Liam Kelly's been playing more football uh, he only came in January but he's managed to pick up Motherwell's Player of the Year award um, which is pretty impressive oh, did it? Uh, wow. just, I didn't know that the Players Player of the Year they'll um, Mm. Motherwell did a really cool video of the like the players saying who they were voting for for Player of the Year. That's pretty cool. And ah, um, yeah, had like a wee like counter at the bottom. Um, Motherwell doing cool stuff, eh? Yeah. Um, mm. But yeah, I thought Liam Kelly, I would have had Liam Kelly over John McLaughlin, but um, it's it's no yeah. big deal. It's a non issue. It's a non issue. I won't lose any sleep over it, Cameron. Yes, yeah, I don't think you're sleeping much anyway. Um, <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> uh, I'll come to you, Taylor, Taylor, just a quick one. Um, I'll say Alan McGregor. Probably, uh, not, not probably, he is Scotland's best goalkeeper. Um, is it a shame that there's no chance of coaxing him out of retirement? Um, would you have liked to have seen him come back? Oh, 100%. You know, 
a team without any team is better when they've got Alan McGregor in it. Like he's just and having an, uh, he's just a great keeper and having him in the national setup would have been you know a massive boost. But mm-hmm. I don't think there was any way. Like you know him, he's probably just focused on Rangers. Him retiring a couple of years ago was um, the probably the last that we you know we would have seen him in the Scottish setup. I was actually surprised he was still going for as long as what he did. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a shame you know he's not in that squad, but you know. We've got a good, you know, set of goalkeepers there. With Craig Gordon, who arguably I think might be one of the best there. You know, I think I generally rate Craig Gordon higher than David Marshall, but obviously, um, David Marshall, you know, the heroics ever that happened, you can't. He's really good at that soft spot, and I think yeah. he's earned it. To be fair, to be yeah. at least start for a, a couple of games, but uh, I did, you know, I say that. Although on Monday I did say leave Craig Gordon out mostly because now I need to admit. That I completely forgot about Craig Gordon when I said <laughs> I was I just waiting to ask you yeah. about that as well. And on Monday, I realised I couldn't backtrack, but I'm backtracking <laughs> now because yeah, um, John McLaughlin I do believe should be there, but yeah. uh, I would I would say that that three is you know the sensible pick. Um, that's the correct John, three. Yeah, yeah, that's the correct three. You know, Liam Kelly could he have gone? Mm, yeah, he could have. You know, just get him in about the squad. But I think it's good a good solid three in case anything happens and. It doesn't Aye. upset the run too much. I definitely see Liam Kelly coming in after the Euros, hundred yeah. percent. He's he's in. I imagine Craig Gordon or possibly even David Marshall will retire. So, yeah. um, or they'll just be left out so that you can come through, which is always. What age is John McLaughlin? Thirty-one, thirty-two. I think he is. Right, so I think he's, he's like young enough to keep going. Oh, yeah. but I. Because what's Marshall? Marshall thirty-four. Gordon thirty-three. Was it really thirty-three? Mm. So oh, Liam no. Kelly's really the next. Yeah. The only really. Uh, he's next one up the only one that could start anyway like you can't start Robbie McCrory might come around in future but he definitely couldn't start Robbie McCrory for Scotland he doesn't even start ahead of Max Strishek at Livingston like that's and that was a guy who got on a free from the fifth year of England or the sixth year of England so (laughs) yeah um, well that's goalkeepers we'll move on to um, right wing back right wing back so let's just assume we're we're not going to put the wingers in here. Let's just assume the two picks here were Stephen O'Donnell and the uncapped Nathan Patterson. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll start with Stephen O'Donnell. Jack, do you think surely you're you're going into a tournament? You've got a massive opening game where you need experience. Mm-hmm. Then you've got your rivals in England. Yeah. And then you've got a third game that's probably going to be crucial to at least qualify. It's highly unlikely Scotland are going to be out or already qualified by that third game. So surely O'Donnell, if he's fit, you need that experience and you start him for all three games ahead of Nathan Patterson. What's your thoughts? It's, it'll be interesting to see because it does kind of depend for me on the results that we do end up picking up. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I've got no problems with Stephen O'Donnell starting for Scotland, which I didn't think I would say when he was first <laughs> included in a squad and he first started at right wing back. He's been he's been good. He's, he's been solid. He's, he's had some really good moments. I mean... I think him having David Alaba on toast was a real high moment for us in that uh, three-game yeah. World Cup qualifying camp. Like that was brilliant. Uh, I think he's been kind of one of the most consistent performers across his Scotland kind of career so far, and I don't really see any reason why people would be kind of turning their noses up at Stephen O'Donnell being included in this squad. I think he's a sensible pick. He's a safe pick, and I can see him definitely starting that opening game. Yeah, uh, definitely sure. I think maybe more than likely Patterson move for the third game and he gets a bit leggy, but we'll see. We'll see. It's up to Steve Clark, I suppose. Um, regardless of his game time, Taylor, how do you feel about seeing your boy, Nathan Patterson, Rangers man, get into the team after months of pushing this this agenda? I think it is great. You know, this is the one thing Scotland haven't done. You know, f- 
for years and probably arguably haven't done since you know they made uh, major finals. You know, having good prospect Scottish players in squads like this is good, and it can only be a good thing for Scotland. Um, although you've good argument, I, I see a lot of people say Sean Rooney. You know, he's been hard done by, and there's a bias towards the old, uh, the old firm, blah blah blah. Having you know players like this potential, and I'm talking about the other players we'll get onto as well. That they fall in the same kit, uh, bracket, but having players you know have this potential and could be such an asset to Scotland is good to have them not only even in a squad but going to a major finals like since this is the first one in our lifetime and the first one since 1998 this can only for everybody and he, although he's only played a handful of games I feel like he's not put a single foot wrong in the games um, especially the performances put in Europe and all that so I feel like it's deserved although I do not expect him to start mm-hmm. unless you know O'Donnell's injured O'Donnell's spot that's his to lose yeah. But it's it is only a good thing him being in the squad, you know, him learning from, you know, players, you know, he's played against players that he's now gonna have teammates with and this could only be a good thing for the years to come and hopefully other competitions. Yeah, definitely as I said, um he's not the only one, so we'll come on to the others in a little bit. But yeah, definitely it's good to see you've getting a chance at a major tournament. Uh, just lastly on right wing back, Sean. Um Liam Palmer, not the most attractive of players in terms of ability, but is it maybe still a shame that he's been dropped for an uncapped, a player that's a, a non-starter at Rangers, when he's not really done much wrong in his eight appearances for Scotland so far? No, I'm fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that Nathan Patterson is a massive talent. Um, he's been unfazed in every opportunity he's had so far, and he's excelled in what he's done. And I think that um, Steve McDonald has to in the squad has to start for me because if his performances in a Scotland jersey it doesn't matter that Motherwell are ninth or whatever in the Scottish Premiership um, but uh, Liam Palmer I, I'm not going to lie and say that I've seen loads of his club performances because I haven't but I just think that Patterson is the right option over him I think uh, the youthful sort of drive and all that sort of stuff and just the fact that he's Nathan Patterson's probably going to be Scotland right back for a very long time yeah. Uh, so him to go to the Euros and if sometimes Stephen O'Donnell you ask me which one of those two I'd want in I've, yes I've seen more of Nathan Patterson but I do believe that Nathan Patterson's a better player so yeah aye that is fair that and is I was fair. surprised Steve Clark made that decision I thought he played it safe mm, um, well that's it to Steve Clark. that's it that's why my question was so more in line to Liam Palmer because I think it was a shock to people I think a lot of people expected him to go with the people he's chosen before the experience pick but uh I think we all agree. Nathan Patterson, correct pick. I think the whole Scotland agrees, to be quite honest. Um, we'll go to left wing backs. Not to speak about here because it is Andy Robertson, Greg Taylor, and maybe Kieran Tierney. Of course, she is more inclined to start at left centre back. But that's led that's led to a lot of people saying that Greg Taylor, we don't need him in the squad if something happens to Robertson. KT's there to cover, um, or even maybe a Ryan Fraser up top um, could fall back and cover at left wing back. So, what's your guys' thoughts on that? Do we think it's it's, it's, we'll talk about Ryan Gold in a minute but a lot of people say Ryan Gold should have came in for Greg Taylor here but is that maybe too much of a risk at a major tournament? I just think he really sees Kieran Tierney as a left centre back I, um, I'm in that camp so yeah, same. Yeah. you need two left wing backs really so uh, Andrew Robson and Greg Taylor being there makes sense uh, but I do get the point because if something does happen to Andy Robertson he might just feel inclined Greg Taylor obviously is a good player I have a lot of affection for Greg Taylor but <laughs> um, you could compared to see, Tierney I mean yeah, yeah. You, you could see if something happens maybe you chuck Scott McKenna or Liam Cooper in that 
uh, left centre back role, and Tierney moves over, and we know Tierney's attacking drive is brilliant as well. So yeah, I true. think that Tierney's a better yeah. option, obviously, than Greg Taylor. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows that. Um, so it'll be interesting. To, I don't want that t- situation to arise, but if it does, it'll be interesting to see how Clark handles it. But I think Greg Taylor being the Scotland squad is, is pretty fair. I think we're pretty stocked in the midfield uh, sort of striking mm-hmm. options that I don't think it's a massive miss. Yeah, I will get on to that because I, I completely agree. Um, so that, that wraps up the going back. So um, we're into the centre-backs and we have a plethora of centre-backs. We have Declan Gallagher, Grant Hanley, Liam Cooper, Jack Hendry, Scott McKenna, as well as Kieran Tierney and potentially Scott McTominay from midfield. So at first, we're going to start with a tragic story. No Andy Considine. The man that brought us, yes sir, I can boogie, he is not on the bus to the Euros. Um... Is it the right decision, no, Jack? I suppose I'll ask you. I heard you go, oh, they're devastated. Um, <laughs> is it still Clearly. the right decision? Because he's not exactly... Yes. It, it's the, it's the right decision. I mean, uh, I'm, ju- I'm just more inclined to believe he does have a contract with Open Goal at this point for <laughs> the summer. So I think he will be doing that kind of thing at the SWG3 in Glasgow with them throughout the, the tournament. But no, it makes complete sense. I, think, I feel like the options that Clark's gone for are more favourable in terms of actual contributions that they can offer in, in their time at this tournament so while it's sad to it, it was a nice it was a nice story I suppose for Constant to get that yeah. kind of call up and have his kind of video be be the, the, the people's video for Scotland's qualification campaign it's the right decision for him not yeah. to go and we'll, we'll we'll miss him as a character but I'm That's not it. convinced that we'll miss him as a player it's hardly <laughs> which it's is not, a shame it's but. not the fairy to lend him for him but no one expected him to score like a 90th minute winner in the final it's not like it's tarnished his story it's still an amazing story for a guy that yeah, was at the wrong age of 30 to get a call up and to help his country to the to a major tournament but um, if you, when you've already got like, if you think about just left-footed centre-backs you've got Liam Cooper Scott McKenna and Kieran Tierney he's probably not yeah. going to play in the middle he, he's not any better than Greg Taylor and Andy Roberts now left so it's to be expected it's just a little bit of a shame um we also also have the dilemma of scott mctominay um who we're now missing one or two midfielders we'll come to that so does he do we think that he still comes in at center back or does he play in center midfield for a during a major tournament it's no time to experiment uh sean what's your thoughts on mctominay's position uh, i don't know if we're doing uh 11 mm-hmm. at the end we could do but... yeah, so uh, Scott McTominay would play right centre back for me okay. in this team, mm-hmm. uh, just because I think you need someone to anchor the midfield. We'll get onto that, I'm sure. Um, but I don't think Scott McTominay does that. I think he's more box to box, and I don't particularly like our right centre back options. Uh, I think that opposed to Jack Hendry or someone like that. Yeah, yeah. I just I wasn't convinced by Hendry in those games that he came in for in the last international break and. I'm just, it's so I hate when players get sort of scapegoated because they've made mistakes in the past, but I just really do feel like he's got a mistake in him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he should be in the squad definitely, but I'm just worried that um, if he starts, something could could go awry. So um, hmm. I'd have Scott McTominay as a defender, but a fantastic midfield option. And then if we move to a back four, chuck him forward, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, just a very talented footballer who definitely needs to be in the team. It is a good option if we're going, like just say if we're chasing a game, if we're going from a back five to a back four. It's the sort of thing where you can just move him up, push him up the field a yeah, little bit. Yeah, it, it's, it's very flexible. Um, Bang Jack Hendry, actually, we'll sort of talk about him. Um, I, I don't know about you, Taylor, I'll come at you. Jack Hendry, for me, 
personally. I feel like he's in the same boat. I know he has been capped more than once. He was capped when he was at Celtic, but he still feels like a Patterson kind of option to me. I still feel like he won't play unless there's an injury or a, a fitness issue. I don't think Hendry. We've got five outright centre-backs for three spots, and two of them are probably going to be taken by a left-back and a midfielder. Hmm. I don't see Hendry actually playing. I feel like he's mainly there for the experience. Do you agree, Taylor? Uh, yeah, no, I would say his game time will be very limited, and uh, I, can, I can't really see him you know, being started a lot of the games, if any. However, he is a player that I'm really excited about like mm-hmm. I generally feel like he has potential to be a good solid steady centre back for Scotland for years to come like it's weird to say uh, I, I said he wouldn't start that many games but I still would trust him over Grant Hanley like <laughs> there's something about Grant Hanley that just gives me the really? nervousness <laughs> he, don't here there is respect to putting Grant Hanley because he has yeah. proved to be a you're not saying he's not a good defender, player mm-hmm. but he could win a Ballon d'Or and I'll still sit there and be like, nah, I don't trust him at the back. I don't. I just, there's, there's your title. About... There's the episode title. Grant Hanley wins a Ballon d'Or. There's something about when Grant Hanley gets the ball, I sit and I wump. Like, I'll, 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 I'm like, no, no, no. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's just, you know, from the the games in the past where, you know, he's just not had a good games and it's scarred in my brain. But I think Jack Henry has potential to, you know, be that solid centre back you know we could be looking for mm. and hopefully he does get to prove it in this game when he, if he does get to come on uh, uh, but as you said his game time will be very limited and I could see him being in that same bracket as mm, Patterson yeah. and like others uh, Turnbull and uh, Gilmore the other uncapped players even though he's yeah. been capped but he still just feels yeah. that doesn't he um, well, I suppose I'll ask about the centre centre back spot but we'll leave that till our exercise at the end which by the way I told you to do and I totally forgot myself to do so um It'll be fun. Oh, yeah, I forgot that. as well, don't worry. Uh, <laughs> well, you can do it now. You don't have to host. You can just quickly do it. That's true. I'm, I'm the one that's screwed. Um, we'll move on to midfielders anyway. So, midfielders, we've got Scott McTominay, as we've already discussed, John Fleck, John Begin, Cal McGregor, Uncapped Duo, Billy Gilmore, and David Turnbull, alongside Stuart Armstrong and Ryan Christie. Now, I've put him in midfielders, but of course, we basically see him up front. Um, Taylor, I, I'll keep coming to you for the Rangers, boys, because why not? Um, how much of a big loss is Ryan Jack here? Massive, like mm. him and Cal McGregor had uh, formed a great partnership in that midfield. They understand each other's roles, each other's roles, because when one went, other sat, vice versa. And now not having that, you know, understanding the midfield is a massive loss. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I'm pretty sure you know the players that will fill in will be able to do a great job. But mm-hmm. football sometimes is all about connections. You know, sometimes having that partnerships, and that is going to be a massive loss. You know him so. He is a massive loss, and I said massive loss about ninety times. <laughs> but he, he it's true, is, yeah. It'll be gutted the fact he's not there, and it'll be uh, one of the ones where you know we might see it, we might not, but it could be one where we look back and go, could we have done better with him? But can you do any better when you win the Euros? I don't think so. So absolutely not. Well said, Taylor. Also, it's not just um. Uh, Jack that misses out. We're also missing Kenny McLean of um. I think he's still at Norwich. Um, I'd like to say. Um, we'll talk about the two newbies I suppose that's the most interesting part of this outside of the injuries um, Sean we'll come to you first about David Turnbull now what kind of role if any do you see him playing in this team I'm not saying he has to be in your XI or anything but is he going to be sitting deep is he going to be in that 10 role what's he doing um, I think David Turnbull is probably deputy to John McGinn um, in this system I think the furthest forward of the midfielders, we know he's a massive goal threat. Um, 
but if set pieces are going to be a factor, then uh, David Turnbull has one of the best set piece deliveries in the Premiership. Um, and I was disappointed when the last goal got announced. Steve Clark described David Turnbull as one for the future, and I think we've seen, mm-hmm. uh, and that was maybe Celtic's attitude towards him uh, at the start of the season. And when they eventually started playing him, they quickly realised that he's very much a player for now. Yeah, and I'm glad that that's the case. He's going to be going to the Euros. I still love saying that. It's just it's <laughs> <laughs> made on the squad drop yesterday. I was like, that's our squad for the European Championships. Um, it's a damn good squad. Yeah, it's a brilliant squad, and um, I think Turnbull absolutely deserves it. He might even feature as uh, the second striker. Um, mm. He's not got the same sort of guile or uh, sort of I don't know mobility or agility yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. Compared to like, your Christie or your Fraser, but he just like I said, he's a massive goal threat and he can carve out opportunities. So he might work off a Adams or a Dykes. Um, but I think that um, sitting behind Super John McGinn is probably what's going to happen for him in this tournament. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree with every single word you said there, Sean. That was fantastic. Um, Thanks so much. Talking Maybe of... I should do it hangover more often. Maybe I need more sense. <laughs> Just have a wee drink tonight before every single podcast. Uh, but I'm not hosting every time because I can't be bothered. Um, True. Just quickly, actually, this wasn't in my notes, but just because we were talking about how good the squad is, how good was the announcement video as well? That got me oh, like, brilliant. pumped up it. for it. Eh? How fantastic was it? it? It was Tell me another country that could get a group of school kids to scream Grant Hammond and get the entire nation pumped up. You can't. <laughs> fantastic. Like, that was unbelievable. <laughs> Bob McIntyre teeing off at Hamden. That was un. Oh, oh. man, I was buzzing. I loved all Jim of it. Jim Leishman's eye. The Jim Leishman's meatball special. I loved that. <laughs> Everyone was so you know, like the open goal bit was good. The terrace bit was good. It was, oh, fantastic. Uh, like, remember, I said it yesterday in our group chat, like, England's 2018 video. Do you remember that? That was that was cringy. Bro. That was spine tinglingly <laughs> yeah. bad. That was. I don't I, remember that. I, Sean, I had to watch it in three segments because I couldn't watch it all at once. It was that bad. It was just. Was it just people so, saying their names? Ah, it, it was yeah. Uh huh. But it was just so cringy. Oh, it was so. There wasn't really Scott any creativity behind it. It was no, all just was like literally people in different names. places on buses and stuff like yeah. saying like uh, a different player's name with like a bit of. English slang, and then it was. Uh, I, I felt ours was oh. a lot more classy. It paid mm-hmm. homage to the country and the and the media surrounding Scottish football at the moment. Exactly. It was brilliant to see uh, uh, a lot of kind of people that we'll kind of know as the kind of main exactly. media sources, like it wasn't you had just terrace open goal, like actors. the likes of them. Yeah, and yeah. people entrenched in Scottish football. It was a nice way to announce mm-hmm. a squad. I bl- I, I'm of the opinion of it's fantastic. If the FA media fucker listening, he's done a great job. Um, yes. Uh, Jack, obviously, I've asked Sean about David Turnbull, so it's no, it's no um, surprise who I'm going to ask you about. Billy John Gunn. Fleck. Oh, <laughs> <wait>. <laughs> He's not getting a mention. <laughs> no, actually, can I can I mention something about John Fleck? Absolutely, like, I was going like, to the minute. Asked... Go for it, mate. Go for it. Yeah. The, the thing about John Fleck, I've seen a lot of people online saying, "Oh, John Fleck should be nowhere near this squad. They should have Ryan Gold in instead of John Fleck." No, mm-hmm. like I'm I'm sorry if you're mm-hmm. taking John Fleck, it's for a reason. That reason is because. Ryan Jack and Kenny McLean, Kenny McLean are injured. Yes, I don't think if yes. one or both of them are fit, you see Billy Gilmore in this squad. Mm-hmm. They're the two deeper line players of the ones we had available. And yes, Ryan Gold would have been a nice inclusion in the squad. He's been fantastic for Ferenczi in Portugal this season. But considering the players in his position that he had ahead of him, David Turnbull, Ryan Christie, even like Stuart mm-hmm. Armstrong and the like, they've featured in Scotland squads. They've been more consistent in leagues that Steve Clark's familiar with. It's, we'll see Ryan Gordon in the Scotland squad in the future, I'm sure, 
but for now it makes sense for uh, for John Fleck, sorry, to come in ahead of him, especially considering the shortcomings we have in the deeper lying areas of the pitch. Jack, that was my very next question. You have basically worded it word for word what I was going to talk about because I I saw such a similar argument that someone saying, "Are you telling me there's 26 better players in Scotland than Ryan Gold?" No, no one's saying no. that. There isn't. No, no one you is can't, saying that. You can't win the Euros and attacking midfielders alone. That is it. You can't just bring up 15 like centre attacking mids and two defenders and one goalkeeper. It's not going to work. It's just not going to work. You need to bring up players that, that fit your system. And John Fleck, even though he may not actually perf- perfectly fit that system, he is the next best answer. He's to, better as you suited say, to Ryan, those, Jack, yeah. and Kenny McLean. Exactly. Well, you've, he will you've, not start. He will absolutely not start if he starts. I'm going to be baffled. Yeah, but but you need them you there. Can, yeah, you can't just go right. We've not got a CDM. We're just going to shove Big Linden in there. Actually, that could work. That was a bad trip. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Clark, <laughs> Jay Adams, Jay Adams, CDM. Right? There you go, there you go, there you go. Anyway, Jack, that was absolutely fantastic, mate. And you know what? Just because you've done so well, you're still getting asked a Billy Gilmore question. You get two Sweet. questions, I real because you absolutely smashed out of the park. Um, Billy Gilmore, but like, you're a huge fanboy. He's from here. He's at Chelsea. Just. Tell us a bit about him and what we can expect from him at this tournament. On to a player who potentially could start. Now, yes, yes. Definitely. I'm absolutely buzzing that Gilmore's been included in this squad. I had so much doubt kind of January time, especially when it was getting rumoured that he was going to get a move away when Tuchel came in. Then Tuchel said, oh no, he's not going anywhere. I've been convinced by him. He's been convinced by him, but he hasn't really played an awful lot since that statement. So... Yeah. That worried me, especially for going forward. I was very much of the opinion. Sean and I did a convert, uh, podcast with Gordon Sheik at the Tartan Scarf. We brought up Gilmore and we were all in agreement that we didn't think he would have made this squad mm-hmm. because of the lack of playing time and the options ahead of him and Ryan Jack and Kenny McLean. When both of them went out with injury, I started kind of feeling Gilmore could be the man to come in. And then when he started playing more, he got 45 against Fulham. He played the whole game against City and Arsenal recently. That got me kind of convinced that he absolutely was going to be in this squad, and I was absolutely buzzing about it, because you said it, Cameron. He's from my area of the world, mm-hmm. and he's a he's just a wee Scottish guy who played for Chelsea. And realistically, <laughs> I would happily take that position off him if it was available to me. So he's just. It's not. I'm, I'm really <laughs> glad it's not. Imagine if I'm sitting doing this podcast like, yeah, you know, in a couple of weeks, lads. <laughs> oh, it, I'll, I'll try and compose myself slightly. Uh, it's very, very well recorded that Billy Gilmore is an excellent footballer, for his, especially for his age. He's mixed it very well with some of the top midfielders and defenders in the Premier League. He slots in comfortably to that Chelsea midfield alongside the likes of N'Golo Kante, Jorginho and Matteo Kovacic in a partnership. He's fantastic on the ball. He's really good as a metronome, being able to dictate the tempo. He's got no problems taking a man on. We've seen that a lot of times. His ball recovery is really good, especially for kind of someone of a fairly diminutive stature. He can kind of throw his weight around no problem. And I'm really excited to see what he does in this system. I mean, it's going to be good for him to have some time with Steve Clark kind of before the before the competition begins, just to kind of have Clark embed those principles of his style into him. But we've seen him perform under two different Chelsea managers under two different styles at this point, and he's been a-okay in both so yeah. I don't think we should have any worries with Gilmore going into this tournament and once we kind of get on to our starting 11 I have a feeling people might opt for Gilmore as a starter potentially I'm not I'm not going to say that's going to be a definite but I think there could be room for him to start our first game yeah it's definitely a huge option a huge option that some people may just take that punt and go for um we move on starts to... for me 
I, I'm telling you, I'm doing mine right now, obviously, because as I've said, I hadn't done it. Um, <laughs> and I am the only position I've not done is sort of left centre mid, and um, I'm considering it. We'll see. Um, we'll move on to forwards. Obviously, we'll, a lot of the forward talk will come when we do our 11s, I think, because it's such a odd one. Like We've got six players really that can play. You've got Ryan Christie that's likely to play there. You've got Ryan Fraser and James Forrest. I, I don't know if they're going to be wing-backs or forwards. We don't really know. Um, you've got our Aussie Scott legend, London Dykes. You've got our Englishman, Che Adams. And you've got our Hibs hero, Kevin Nisbet. So that's six, six probable options. As we've said, there's maybe even one or two from midfield that can still play up there too, not just Christie. Um, but I suppose the one major... Omission, um, omission was Lee Griffiths. Um, I don't know if anyone has any particular strong opinions about this. I didn't. I, I was of the opinion that, yes, he's a huge, huge moment player, but I, I don't know who I would take out for him. I would rather see James Forrest go. Ryan Fraser has to go. Lyndon Dykes, Che Adams, Nisbet, I think, deserves it. So, uh, Sean, I, I'll ask you first, why not? Um, what do you think about Lee Griffiths not going to the well, Eagles? I felt really strongly about Lee Griffiths being in the squad, and I'm now feel the same as you that I just don't know who would come out for him yeah. uh, there's no one who if there was 27 thinking, spots you'd probably yeah, take maybe, him yeah. mm. uh, maybe Ryan Gold first but <laughs> <laughs> I just think that it, he's a, it could be a great impact player for Scotland uh, you know set pieces the fact that he's a very instinctive finisher but there's nobody in that squad who you swap from and uh, Lee Griffiths He's had his troubles, obviously, but he's had his opportunities to get fit this season and to make an impact, and he hasn't done it. Yeah. Um, and there's been players who have been fighting to get in this squad, and um, it's, I'm not saying it's a lack of ambition for Lee Griffiths, but something's gone wrong this season, and um, there's striking options, forward players who deserve it more than he does, and that's just the, the long and short of it. Yeah, no, that's it. Echoing what I say is, it's definitely, that's the point. It's not... A personal slight against him. It's just he's not really took his chance, and there's no space for him. Uh, Jack Taylor, any, any, um, opinions on that? Any argument against it? I guess not. I'll t- I'll let, I was going to let Taylor go because yeah. I could have spoke a fair <laughs> bit just there. So I don't think he's. I I think Taylor might be gone. Taylor oh. is muted, and well, he's muted. He's muted. We'll leave him. We'll just see if he comes back. Maybe I'll say I'll I'll say I'm I'm in the same agreement. It would have been nice to have him there as a big moment player, but yeah. I don't know who I'd take out for him. I'm the same exactly. opinion. As Sean. If you were to like, take I'm, out Kevin this bit for him, that's that's Shan on Kevin horrible. this bit, to be quite honest, yeah. considering the season he's had. Yeah. Right, so well, I'm happy with it. Yes. That's it. Well that kind of wraps us up before we go on to our elevens. We're at fifty minutes, by the way, guys. This has been a Whoa. quick episode. Yeah, I don't feel like we've been on for fifty minutes. But it's the Scotland squad, so who cares? Um Sean McGill. Would you like to run us through your 11, please? Yes. Oh, by the way, sorry. sorry. I'm so sorry, Sean. I just asked you to go and I've spoke over you. Um, I've done minds of the opinion this is for the first game against Czech Republic. I don't know if you guys have done the same. Yeah. Is that how you've done? Fantastic. Go go ahead, Sean. I don't have anything written. I just kind of know it in my head. Yeah. Um, <laughs> David Marshall and goals. Uh, I'd have a back five of Andy Robertson, Keaton Tierney, Grant Hanley, Scott McTominay and Stephen O'Donnell. Uh, I think that you need someone to anchor that midfield and the best option for that is Mr Billy Gilmore and he's the closest thing we have to a six in this squad so for me he starts uh, alongside Carl McGregor of course John McGinn further forward and I think we need to try and get some goals in this game against the Czech Republic so I would start both Shea Adams and Lyndon Dykes 
Big calls. Some big I'm calls. I'm jumping right now. That's my team. <laughs> I'm, I'm the exact same opinion as Sean. That is my exact, exact 11. Yeah, genuinely, um, they're not... There's I, I would have it a position there. That is wow. You. That is incredible. <laughs> um, accidentally, I, I was making sure Taylor was here. What was your midfield three again, guys? Just quickly. Gilmore, uh, McGregor, and McGinn. Oh well, our teams are very similar. I think I've got two differences to you guys. Uh, I've got Marshall. I've got O'Donnell, McTominay, Gallagher. I've got Gallagher in the middle. Okay. Um, Tierney and Robertson. Don't um, play much football. True, but I just I, I really I liked his performances um his last Same. few games for Scotland. So good. Yeah. I, I wouldn't care if he wasn't no playing. Cal- no comms if he was playing, yeah. Exactly. But yeah. I personally yeah. like him there. I think it's especially with Tommy being another sort of tall centre back and one that likes a bit of diversity. I like the turns a bit smaller, but I don't care. Two big guys. I'm not fussed. Um I've got McGregor, McGinn, Gilmore, midfield, just like you guys I think they're sort of as a three instead of a two and a one. Um maybe again rushes forward a little bit. And up top, I don't have Lyndon Dykes in. I have Ryan Christie up beside Adams because I think Christie will play a little bit deeper. Um, I think Adams will sort of be the focal point up top. I know he's not the same sort of physical presence as Dykes, but I think just technical-wise, he'll, he'll do his role against Czech Republic with at the best of his standards. So I think um, Christie instead of Dykes. But I've got 9 out of 10, same as you guys. So I think we're all understanding roughly what kind of system Steve Scott's going to play. And yeah. um, I think that's all good shouts. Uh, I'll ask Taylor quickly. Is, is Taylor there? You? You, I'm he here. There. Yeah. I, for some reason, at Karen, I couldn't hear these, so I thought yeah, he went away <laughs> and came back. Booted. Good man. So um, yeah, no, I just listened to Cam's team, and I, I'd say I don't know about Jack and Sean's, but Cam's team's the exact same that I had written down. <laughs> there we go. Then. <laughs> so good. The, the only difference is Taylor was that they had Hanley in instead of Gallagher and Dykes in instead of Christie. Which are I'm both. so glad the fact we had the same thing because I, I, um, Gallagher's been great, you know, when he's played for Scotland anyway, yes. and I know he's not played much as that, uh, Sean said, but I still I trust him to put in a great job for Scotland. Mm-hmm. There we go. That's that's pretty good. Two of us each all sharing the same team, so I think we're pretty close on that. Uh, Sean, you were going to make a quick point there. What were you going to say? I just think it's interesting that we've all left out Ryan Fraser, who's probably... One of Scotland's yeah. best performers every time mm-hmm. he plays. Um, it's a tough maybe one. not for the bench, but he's done dirty. He's done right wing back. He's been the second striker. Um, he's a great option out wide if we move to back four. So um, I can see if Ryan Fraser's fit, I think there's a decent chance that he partners either Dykes or Adams before Ryan Christie does. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think if it wasn't our opening game, it would be rest at right wing back. But I think obviously knowing Steve Clark would be quite cautious, as he should be mm. at a major tournament. So. Uh, yeah, that's a good shot as well. Fraser, definitely. I, do, I only put Christian because he scored that goal. Uh, he scored a massive goal recently for Scotland. So, um, go for it, Taylor. It's quite good, the fact that we've got some uncapped players in because at least they can be the ball boys to go and get Christie's, you know, about 90 yard over the bar shots. <laughs> You're sounding like Falkirk, mate. I didn't even ask Falkirk FC was on this podcast. <laughs> I mean, though, I turned it for them, Taylor. I'd drop uh, that agenda. Well, to be fair, no, no, because no, if I do it, and then he'll score oh, yeah, if he score. scores we're all happy there you go see like double that. bluff good stuff Chris, go and hit some shots over the bar please. seems when it's an own goal um, <laughs> right I suppose because this is this is getting a little bit I see it out should be a quick one I'm going to push you for answers quick because I think there's somehow you will actually get all these answers I'll be very upset so what see it out 28, 68, 22 there you go <laughs> was that him? he was going first he's out yeah I tell you go. right good just, just those two left um so see it out, obviously I've tried to keep it close to squad announcements and uh, of course we're preparing to play England in this group stage. 
And the last time we played England, it was a 2-2 draw. We all remember it. Lee Griffiths, Lee Griffiths, and then, you know, Stuart Armstrong done something that we're not going to talk about. Um, <clears throat> we have 20 names here of the 11 starters and 6 subs from either team that played in that game. Mm. I want you to name all of those 28 players from Scotland and England who played in that game. Oof. And I'm going to push for time just because I think you guys might actually be quite good at this when you put your minds to it. And uh, I have one tiebreaker and it's a really shit tiebreaker. So <laughs> and, uh, we're at 55 minutes. So right, we're going to go just order my screen, Jack, Sean, Taylor. It's also alphabetical. That's beautiful. Um, well, that is good. I like that. That is good. Okay, we're going. I'm going to give you time to think. And by last names, actually. Donnelly, Miguel, Murray. Bloody hell. This is just... Oh, it's coming up, <laughs> coming up Millhouse today, isn't it? <laughs> right. Well, if I'm starting, yeah, I'll just get the big hitter out of the way, Lee Griffiths. Lee Griffiths, of course. <laughs> Incorrect, I'm joking. Um, Sean. <laughs> that was there. <laughs> Did you say something about Stuart Armstrong before? Or not? Uh, I'm not at liberty to give away hints, Sean, <laughs> so if you would just like to give an answer, please, that'd be... Yes, Stuart Armstrong. Taylor, <laughs> you don't get a hint, because <laughs> I've only said two names. Robertson. Robertson did play. Well done. Jackie boy. Charlie Mulgrew. Yes. Charlie Mulgrew. Sean. Craig Gordon. Craig Gordon didn't start. Did start in goals for Scotland, yes. Taylor. Scott Brown. Scott Brown, captain. Yes. Jack. I'll tell you, this man actually once waved at me at a Newcastle game. Uh, Akechi Anya. Akechi Anya, yes. <laughs> Wave, do you know it was at you? Well, the guy, a guy behind us shouted, but he, he spoke to me and my mates because he thought it was us. <laughs> so, I'll, I'll tell you the story off here. I'll not take up time. Okay. That's a good idea. Show uh, me Harry Kane. Harry Kane. Ooh. Who could we forget? Moving into England there. Taylor. Joe Hart, because he, you know, he couldn't save his... Mm-hmm. He couldn't save his... With a back pass. Yeah. Eh... I'll try and sit with Scotland. I think Kieran Tierney played in the other flank. Kieran day. Tierney did. He was number two for that game. So ah, he was. Did. Yeah. Sean. Is that me? It's you. Um, <laughs> I've got visions of Robert Swordgrass. <laughs> yes, you do. I don't know why you have visions. <laughs> visions of Robert Swordgrass. Tiny takes some parts. It's all the time. It's actually getting a bit worrying. <laughs> I'd be worried yeah. if I were you, mate. You know what? Mm. I'm, going, I'm going bold quite early, but oh. did Fraser play a game? Fraser did play, yeah. He oh, maybe came God. off the bench. I'm not actually going down who's subs and starters, but yeah. Right, Fraser. Christoph Berra? Christoph Berra, yes. My guy. My guy. I thought he... Because that was just a very uninspiring back two. I'm so glad that you said that because I would never have got that. I thought he was long done. Sean? I don't know who played besides Scott Brown. Um, James MacArthur? Correct, sir. Hmm. Good shot. Taylor? Rashford! (laughs) Yes. Thank you, Derek Ray. (laughs) Uh, Right, who played in that England team then? Uh, Sterling, surely. Yes, Raheem Sterling was there in 2017. Sean McGill? Kyle Walker? Yes, Kyle Walker. Taylor um, Murray. Smalling. Smalling, great shot. Oh, see, these are definitely going to get us in my tiebreaker. So bad you're going to hate me. Uh, ooh, uh, Deli Alley. Deli Alley, yes. 
Sean. I like saying it like that. Right. Sean. 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 No, I don't care about England. <laughs> I don't think it's it's a it's England. Uh, I'm just thinking people always ended up on the pitch for Scotland, but I don't really know. Um, I don't like this game. <laughs> Chris Martin? Chris Martin, yes, indeed, of course, because that's all he done for Scotland, was just come off the bench. Mm. Um, um, oh, what's his face? Oof. He's played with West Brom. Max is telling you to have up. Morrison. Morrison, yes, and that's Scotland done, by the way. Oh, Scott. Oh, okay. So we're back. Oh, on oh, oh, oh. oh we're in England then. Okay. Uh, oh, uh, I think he came off the bench. The the bench. The bench. The, the bench quite late. Uh, Jermaine Defoe. Jermaine Defoe came oh. off in stoppage time, I believe. Came on in stoppage time. Um, Sean. I'm literally just trying to think of English footballers. <laughs> I haven't even got my mic, by the way. <laughs> Max is fuming. Max is raging. Hi, Max. Thank you. Yeah, you're Matty Bart. Matty Bart right <laughs> yeah, there. Good time, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm just trying to get English players. I'll push you for time, really, because I, I want this one not to go to tie break. Sid Kyle Walker. 10, um, 9, 8, 7, Luke 6. Shaw. Five. Unfortunately, not Sean McGill. Ooh. A good guess. A very good guess. Um, very good guess. Unfortunately, you are out, McGill. That's fine. That's okay. Valiant effort, son. Taylor Murray. Cahill. Cahill, great shout. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh. I'm trying to do a process of elimination for that left back, you know. Yeah, yes. no, I, 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 mm-hmm. It was 2017. It was 2017, so Cole's not there anymore. It's not Shaw, so process of elimination, that's Ryan Bertrand times? <laughs> Surely no. That is some punt, Mr. Donnelly. Uh, is it worked? Ryan Bertrand. Is it a oh! oh he's got that. Yes, what, he what has got it. What chance have I got when he's got that? I'm th- no, who, right, tell me another English left-back from around that time. Ah, it's true. Who else would be playing? Yeah. He's done well Chill. to think of that that quick. He's done well. Chamberlain had to be born, I swear. <laughs> um, Chamberlain. Sorry, who was that? Chamberlain. Chamberlain, oh, Chamberlain, fuck, I thought you were saying the first name of the sound name there. No, um, Chamberlain. <laughs> first name's Chamberlain. Technically, it's Oxley Chamberlain, Taylor, but I'll give you that, of course. It's on the back of his kit, I believe. <laughs> Good technicalities. <laughs> um, uh, okay. It's getting tight, it's getting tight. How many, how many have we got left? Can you download that information? Only three names left. And there's one you can't get. Anyways, three names. I don't think he's been said. I'm gonna go for Eric Dyer. I already had my emoji next to his name because I just knew you were gonna say it. Oh, it's a great guess. I was just thinking him him and Deli Ali always do the exact same things at the same time. That's that's how I picked him. (laughs) It's it's two slight toughies, Taylor. I'll give you that. Was this not about the time where Lingard was, you know, absolutely outstanding? Oh, surely he would have. But then it's 2017, that's where Lolana was outstanding. I don't know. Ah um, no. Lingard, not not Lalana. I'm going Lalana. I don't think Lingard. You're going Lalana over yeah. Lingard. Yeah, Lalana over Lingard because I feel like Lingard. That's super the season. Oh fact, no, because it's the season he finished. Oh Taylor, no! Taylor. That <laughs> is that's a fantastic answer, mate. 
No way. Yes, Adam Lallana. Okay, well, there's only one name left, guys. So I'll give you 20 seconds. 20? Okay. One is to blurt out the correct answer and you win it. In fact, it's going to be a fire off. You can just shout names. Whoever gets it first gets it. That's a tiebreaker. Screw it. That's a tiebreaker. Get the final name. But if you don't get it, then we'll do an actual tiebreaker. I don't know. I really don't know. Um... I can give you, if you each agree to a hint, I can give you a hint. No, I don't want, I don't want a hint. It would just, just be, it'd be position. I'd give you the position. Right, go on, give us a position. Taylor, then. you ready for the position? Yeah, I'm ready. Midfielder. Oh, that doesn't fucking help. Um, <laughs> that doesn't fucking help. Uh, um, it's not Jake Livermore, is it? <laughs> How? Today's see it out winner, Jake Livermore. <laughs> no way! No, I'm not having that. That's fantastic. No way! Jack Donnelly, congratulations, you have won today's see it out. No, but how, you how, how are you not having it, Taylor? How are you not having it? Where'd you get Lalana from? Ah, you picked Lalana. Lalana was in 2017. You know, that's the type where you know he was actually a baller. Got it. Jack was at the game. Jack was I was at the game. If you were at the game or watching it. Well, you were watching it. You would have been watching it. Shut up. Yeah, but Livermore, I didn't even remember he was even a cap. Never mind playing. No, I definitely. Oh, he definitely get caps. I mean, obviously get caps, clearly. It's a huge show. The tiebreaker, by the way. Who else would have been a holding midfielder for England at that point? Like. Because ah, I was working it back, and I was like, "We've had a we've had an attacking midfielder. They would have played four two three one." Jack's just on it today. That's it. That's To be fair, Jack, that is an outrageous shout. Well done, but just, why him? Why him? Why could it not have been somebody like you know Carrick still playing when he's about ninety? Oh. Well, you never said that, so you wouldn't have got it right anyway. So it's fine. <laughs> it's fine, Taylor. Well, I didn't learn how to play that game. Uh, I'll say it quickly because we are really pushing time here. But the tiebreaker was who was Scotland's third choice goalkeeper for the match. Anyone want to give a quick third shot? choice? Third choice, because uh, it's funny. <laughs> uh, Gordon. Nope. No, he started. Uh, Marshall. Nope. Jordan Archer. Nope. Uh, uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, oh. Oh, I think it is something quite funny. Okay, Marshall dead. was there. Marshall was bench, wasn't he? I'll give you about ten seconds because this episode's going on. I really well. have no clue. I just said. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Mm-hmm. Is it? If I find oh, it funny. What's his name? If I oh, find it funny. Wait, 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 wait. It's fucking... What's his name? Jack Hamilton. <laughs> Jack <isn't> Hamilton. That's what it was. Jack Hamilton. I remember him getting in a Scotland squad. Yes. <laughs> what? He got and when mind. you said you, oh I was like, it's hard. Yes, it's me. That's hard, it's absolutely. <laughs> right, we're past our mark, so we've got we've still got quite a bit to talk about here. And looking ahead, we'll bring that little segment today, ahead of Game of the Week, because there's a lot going on. Um, we already kind of know where we're going with Game of the Week, so we'll talk. We'll make this a European special for looking ahead. Obviously, there's a lot of final days happening. Um, Bundesliga probably the least exciting, not a, long go, not a lot going on at the top of the table, but nah. Werder Bremen, by the way, could be relegated, which I think's just really? as bad, if not worse, than Schalke. They're currently in the playoff spot, but if they lose at home to Gladbach, likely... And then the team below them wins and they get relegated. And you know, they won a title 12 years ago. I think Schalke have won since the mm. 70s. So I think that's a huge blow. Um, Sean, I'll come to you about La Liga. What do you think is going to happen? The most interesting game probably Valladolid versus Atletico. And um, also you have been 
a huge, huge supporter of them this season, and Diego yeah. Simeone and the likes, Luis Suarez. So, what do you think is going on here? When do, when is the final day in Spain? I think it's Saturday. Saturday, Sunday. yeah, Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, um, I think it's Saturday. Yeah, I think Jack's right. I think they're, they're all like five pm kickoffs as well. I think there's one game before, but it's like a dead rubber. It's like one. I think it might be next week trips. Is it? No, no. I was, nah. I was on flash scores, but no, it's definitely. Well, Granada, unless it's gonna be thirty times. So Sunday, the twenty third of May, Granada play. I'm looking at them all Saturday, lad. Yeah, no, oh, there is only Granada. seven games on Saturday. It's only seven yeah. games. Oh, the well, final day is Sunday, but the fi- the final game for the title is Saturday because Real Madrid. Yeah, all, all the games. games are at it's the same like time. all the games that matter at the same time. You know what I mean? So aye, like Atletico, yeah, aye, Real, yeah, yeah. and Barca are all yeah. playing at five o'clock. So I mean, yeah. Barca aren't really yeah. in it. There's anymore, no chance but... of cheating or anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think Atletico will see it out. You do. Um, nice. Uh, nice one. I think. Yeah, I like that. I, think they'll... I like that. Respect. I'm confident that the boys will do it. Um, mm-hmm. Bad lead. Uh, still fighting for their status. To be fair. Yeah. The results mm-hmm. go their way, so it's a big game at both ends of the table. It won't be. Uh, if they're already relegated, you might think, oh, they won't have much to fight. Well, I mean, also, it's yeah. um, put up a really good fight. They don't have much to play for on the 11th uh, yeah. during the week there. Uh, sorry, at the weekend. Um, but I do think that, I mean, especially after the scenes last weekend, that late mm-hmm. winner from Luis Suarez, just felt at the moment when you go, mm-hmm. this is Atletico's year. I really hope I'm right. And it's a tough game for uh, Real Madrid. We sort of speculated at the chat, the uh, possibility of. Villarreal resting some players yeah. ahead of Wednesday's Europa League uh, final against Manchester United. You think they probably will, considering it's a midweek game and uh, they don't have too much to play for. But yes, I think that Atletico will just manage to do it, and uh, um, my article will be vindicated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, my football and opinion, my integrity. Yeah. Hey, either way, Sean, it's a damn good article, and that's what matters. Go and read it yeah, before yes, the final read, day. Read it now. What's, what's it called exactly? What's the exact title, Sean? I like yeah, yeah, yeah. Big Shithouse at <laughs> Spanish side. <laughs> Without the noise, Atletico still roar. That's it. What a title as well. Um, fantastic. Uh, we also have League One. Uh, France, we'll quickly talk about that because there's Angers versus... <gasps> and we've also got PSG chasing... <laughs> <laughs> Do it again, Sean. League What? No, I'll only get, you only get one. Oh. Jack, you can do it. He or you only get... You get <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to talk um, about it now. No, just, there we go. Stick yeah. it out anyway. Um, Lee Longer in Brest, PSG. Probably Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. Yeah. Sunday. Let's be honest, we all what want the Lille here. What a lovely weekend of sport this is going to be. Oh, this is going to be a fantastic That's why we have this section, because I wasn't willing to miss it. Woo! I don't care that we're way over another way. I don't care, because this is there's so much going on. Um, are we all Football! In... <laughs> we're all in agreement we want Lille to win the League 1. Or League Absolutely. Or yeah. whatever the hell. League 1. League 1. League 1. Aye, we all want them to win, eh? We don't want PSG or that. Of course though. we do. No I, like John, I like Jonathan David. David. You like Jonathan David? You good pals with him? I, so, I am actually. Does uh, he play in Trun? <laughs> if there was a five spit in Trun, I'm sure he would. But yeah. no, I've been doing a harbour bar and that with my cut. Right. So, so Jack, Jonathan Davidson, and Pelly can all have a kick of it. <laughs> who's, who's, John, who's Jonathan Davidson then? I don't know who. I, Bruce I Davidson's know who Not anymore, we're not Tony Constituency anymore, boys. Oh. 
Moving on from that. Yeah. Um, PSG won the cup last night, didn't they? Uh, yes. Poch got his first trophy. What the hell? I don't know, they could still actually have a great season. They yeah. could, but don't. Like, grow up. Ah, they don't, on. yeah. Be simple. Come on, baby ducks. Right. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I could just imagine PSG got their last game and we were like, not a night, pal. Not a night. Not a night. Like a bouncer. <laughs> Leela, like, where's Jonathan David? He's kicking a ball about the Trunastro with me. Fine <laughs> 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 copy. Um, sorry, lads. Prior engagement. <laughs> we also have, in Italy, a massive race for the Champions League spots. You've got AC Milan, Napoli and Juventus all battling out on the final day. Now, I put down the best game there being um, Atalanta, AC Milan, because, come on, that's a great... That's also a fight for second spot. AC Milan yeah. could go ahead of Atalanta. So, in fact, could Atalanta... No, probably not by goal difference. Or is it head-to-head in It's head-to-head in Italy, yeah. Atalanta... Could they finish fifth? It depends on their head-to-head with Juventus. I don't know either, but yeah, there's a lot. There's a hell of a lot going on there, and um, Forza AC Milan, come on! (laughs) We're basically is it kind of like PSG? Vindicate my article. Are we just kind of going ah fuck you then? Like (laughs) we're just kind of. I more or less yeah fuck you. Yeah, away you go. You're a good. And I would like uh, my article to have the same vindication that Sean said. To be quite honest with you, although I did pick them for the title, which is a bit sadder, but. Well, I want Napoli to win. You know, I want Napoli to win that last spot. You know, Juventus to play St. Johnston. And, yeah, that's all I want. Conference. I got so confused. I was like, it took me a minute to realise what you meant. I was like, you've only played St. Johnston this weekend, mate. Like, what you want? (laughs) 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 Sorry, my bad. Ronaldo Um, rocking up at my dermid, for God's sake. I'd like Ronaldo try to, you know, do step over against Jason Kerr, who'll just, you know, lump him a bit. Boot him. Like, absolutely... Oh, Cristiano Ronaldo gets that back five, get marked by Sean Bruni. Doesn't stand oh, a chance. Inject that into my veins. Doesn't stand a chance. Um, I suppose the last thing to talk about, quickly, because this episode's going on a while, uh, Premier League, there's also a massive, 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 massive clash for Champions League football. And it's between Leicester, well, I suppose in order, Chelsea, Liverpool and Leicester. Um, Leicester, Jack, remind me, is it? Tottenham? Spurs, Tottenham. Leicester have Spurs, yeah. uh, Chelsea have Villa away, and Liverpool have Palace. Pa- our team who we famously don't do well against. It'll be Roy Hodgson's final game, so I'm not feeling confident about Liverpool's chances. Chelsea, Villa. Roy think... Hodgson's final Chelsea. game in Premier League football, upending uh, oh, the club no. who was so disrespectful. Oh, that would be oh, oh, poetic! It will the narrative is there. It will happen. Nathaniel Klein to come on and score a last minute winner. You can just oh, mate, happen. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I think what, I'm... Even does better. he play for Crystal Palace? He does. And yeah. who else does? I... Someone who I just slagged off, Martin Kelly. He's going to come up and score a 95th minute bullet header yeah. winning the game for Palace. Um, they like a Jaggy Elka in the one all. I also have your 40 yard screamer. Um, yeah, a really quality end of fixtures there. And I think I, this one that's kind of the opposite of like laughing at UV and the likes is more a bit of a shame on Leicester because they've done so well this season. Won I the think cup. I'd seen something like they've been in the top four for 68 of their last 71 games and could finish in the Champions League places no, no times. Aye, that like, is not at all. Which is disgusting. Oh, that is disgusting. What are we saying, I honestly feel bad. Leicester, can we now, if they don't do it this time, could we actually just put it down to like Rodgers as a semi-ball? I don't think we can. Nah. Like, they, they've been really unlucky this know. season with injuries. Yeah. That doesn't put it down. And I think Rodgers is a great manager, and, season, and yeah. I respect Rogers so much because he's a fantastic manager. But, but. Two, seasons, <laughs> <laughs> two seasons in a row, he bottled top four. 
Like, yeah, but like, cons- aye, nah. but it's, it, can you really bottle something if you're that like against the competitors? Like, if you're that, yeah, if you've not got the f- funding, that, like, I mean, if you're if it's final day, then fair, you've bottled it. But like, <laughs> when it comes down to it, I don't think you can bottle it when you weren't really expected to be there in the first place. Oh, exactly. Right, right. Yeah. Good yeah. point. Mona Esther. They were not expected to finish top four. I was so. like, what do I want? Leicester beat Spurs and then Liverpool lose to Palace. Oh, I want Chelsea, Chelsea to lose to Villa and Leicester yeah, win against Spurs. <laughs> I want that one. Oh. I want Chelsea to drop out. You want Chelsea to drop out. Taylor, who do you want to drop out? Chelsea or Liverpool? Or Leicester. Just want to think, of, think of Billy Gilmore, Taylor. Europa League minutes. Yeah, definitely. Liverpool to lose. To be honest, we know what will happen. Chelsea Liverpool will just knack it and Leicester will yeah. still lose and it won't change the title it all Chelsea and Liverpool need to do it is match Leicester's result yes that's it mm. and they've got more favourable fixtures so yeah it's, a, it's not looking good for the Fox. I say that now and then it will get scudded 4-0 half Villa <laughs> right I want to wrap this last section up in four minutes game of the week we have Scottish relegation playoffs slash promotion plus and we have the Scottish <laughs> Cup final uh, <laughs> versus St Johnston we have 4 minutes 50 seconds why are you laughing <laughs> why is he just like pissing himself the word Scottish Cup what's going on no no Flashbacks. it's the fact it's the fact Cameron went Scottish relegation playoffs slash promotion <laughs> yeah I can <laughs> the Scottish Premiership playoffs is what they're called <laughs> <laughs> right uh, I think you know what we're going to do I've got three games in my head and I'm going to ask you basically what you think is going to happen so Sean coming to you first Scottish Cup final St Johnston Hibs what are you, what are you thinking you're, coming, you're going to him for that one yeah no no I'll come to, I'll come to him for all three of them it's fine oh, it's all good. Uh, okay. I think we can expect a good game of football from nice. uh, this sounds stupid to say because St Johnston finished 5th but mm-hmm. the two best teams outside the old firm for me this season yep, 100% um and it's an incredible story. I mean, the idea that St. Johnson could be over a cup double is just ridiculous. Love uh, it. But I <laughs> think Hibs are going to have too much. I think Hibs are going to win the Scottish Cup. Wow. Big shout. Um, Breakin Kelty. Really, we love. Close to our hearts. I oh, am I getting all league. three at once? No, yeah, yeah. Exactly. All three is are getting all three at once. Try to get you to win at each. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, Kelty Hearts will be promoted to League Two, uh, but it's finally poised after that first leg, two-one uh, to um, Kelty. But I think they'll have too much, and Brecon will be relegated to probably the Highland League. And the whole of Scotland will cheer. Um, we've also got what you're really caring about: Dundee, <laughs> Kilmarnock. The first leg, it might be Kilmarnock, Dundee. I don't know which way round it is. Um, what is your? It's Dundee, Kilmarnock tonight. What are your thoughts on that? What are you expecting? Um, just in the time that we've done this podcast I know it's been a while but I've felt myself getting more and more nervous I think it's going to be a pretty <laughs> horrible day yeah. um, but relegation final day survival is kind of Kelly's thing um, mm. even just in my time being a Kelly fan I've seen us stay up on the final day in 2010 2014 and 2016 so uh, it's just kind of what we do. Well, 2016 was the playoff final. Um, but we have experience like yeah. of being in uh, playoff finals before. We've won that. Well, we lost the first leg and then uh, thrashed Falkirk Football Club um, in <laughs> the second. 
So we'll see. Dun- there'll be Dundee fans in the stadium tonight. They'll be up well up for it. Uh, all eyes will be on Charlie Adam. I do just think, come on, look, I'll have too much for Dundee. <laughs> 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 it's wishful thinking. It's sickening. I can't be bothered at all. <laughs> but Mundo Kelly. No, it's to do, Sean. Just get drunk again. It's okay. I just keep it going, man. Keep going. Yeah. Um, we now move on to Jack Donnelly, the same free St. Johnston Hibs. I want St. Johnston to win. I, I, I don't even care about like actual analysis at this point. I'm just <laughs> at the point of chaos. So, I mean, yeah. St. Johnston to win, Sean Rooney to score, and yeah. Steve Clark to include one of him or Jason Kerr in the Euro squad, just because he wants to. Just, based <laughs> just on, tag it along. Uh, just bring him along for the patter. So nice. someone will drop out, like we'll see mm. Stephen O'Donnell go down with injury or something in a goal in a game of golf, and um, Sean Reid will come in to replace him and score the winner at Wembley. I actually don't hate that shot. I really don't. Um, Breakin Kelty. Uh, fuck the bottleneck, Kelty to win. Fantastic Woo! and Kelly Dundee. Fuck the Kelly Dundee. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> so I, had to, I had to go with it. Uh, I'm I'm really interested to see how it pans out. To be honest, this is the one I genuinely. I'm interested to see because I've seen both sides of Dundee this season. Like yep, they've been horrible. fantastic, and then they've been equally shite at some points. Mm. We beat them three one at Dens, so I mean that kind of says a picture of what they've been like at points this season. But I don't know. I think I think Kelly just need to go with a uh, massively strategic game plan of give the ball to Lafferty and score a goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and think that, that should it should see them over the line, but it never is that simple, is it? Yeah, it never is. Um, Taylor, we've absolutely humped the four minutes thing, by the way. So, uh, <laughs> who's even caring at this point? Taylor, Saint Johnston, high bear name. Uh, Saint Johnston uh, won it because Sandra Clark scored an amazing goal against the Champions. No, he didn't. <laughs> 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 Taylor, I can I can boot you from the call. I can do that. Just so you know. Taylor, he's, Taylor, he's nursing a hangover, man. Leave him be. <laughs> so you're saying St. Johnson, though, yeah? So St. Johnson, yes. Okay. Watch on. Go ahead, Sean. Sure. Sure. Feel free. No, I'm just annoyed. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, Taylor, freaking kill it. Of course, you know. We yeah, all want to stay in the league, don't we? Mm. No, we don't. Fuck freaking Mona Kelly. Try and stay on that fence, mate. Um, then we've also got... Kelly Dundee, what's your thoughts on that uh, one? See, I've already annoyed Sean enough, so I need to, you know, <laughs> I need to get back to the good side. So Dundee, you win. Albert next season. <laughs> right. Well, I'll quickly. Go on, I'll... Cameron, give us yours. Uh, quick as you can. Five 0 St Johnston, five 0 Kelty, five 0 Dundee. Now I'm um, I do hope St Johnston win. Obviously, I actually do think they will win. Um, Kelty to win three 0 and. I, th- I think Kelly. Kelly have too much for Dundee. I don't fancy Dundee at all. So yeah, Kelly win both legs for me. Um, quickly, I suppose we still we still actually we're way over our time, but we still need game of the week. So Sean, your game of the week, please. I don't like football. Okay, <laughs> Scottish Cup final. Scottish, Scottish Cup, Cup final. final. I agree. Right, Jack, you're saying that. Taylor, what are you saying? Uh, the second leg of the Dundee Kilmarnock game. Okay, fair enough. That does fall within our barrier. And I'm going to say, I won't be watching, but Scottish Cup final as well, because that is an absolutely massive, fantastic game. Um, thank you for listening to Energy Extra Time. If you've stuck about for 82 minutes, you're my best friend. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's going to be some editing on this. It might not be 82 <laughs> minutes. Um, yes, uh, basically follow us on Twitter at Energy Extra Time. 
follow, subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Music, whatever you do. Fa- fancy is fantasy coming tomorrow, Jack? Is it? Uh, we probably have to. Finally, to. Final game week of the season. We probably have to do one. Don't fantasy we? ramble will be out tomorrow. Thanks for listening. You're all absolute legends. Goodbye. <laughs>